glorious day. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We love you. We love you. So in this Torah portion, we hit, and I'll be quick with my message, I think. So today we hit um, really this, this seminal moment in, in the lives of the Jews, of the people of Israel, even the church, the people of God, even nations, America, this amazing seminal moment where God spoke the Ten Commandments from the mountaintop just changed the universe with those words and gave the foundations and the basis for justice and for righteousness and for a just legal system. Just the reverberations from those words that came forth from the mountain are still reverberating around the world. So it's this amazing, it's this amazing narrative when the mountain was really, really scary. It was full of smoke and fire. It was full of shofar blasts. It says there's thunder and lightning. It actually says they saw the thunder. They saw the thunder. So there's just, it's just an amazing thing. And the people of Israel were around the mountain, and they were very, very scared. And they didn't want to, they were really scared of God. Like, if this is the way we're going to have to speak to God, and this is, if this is how God's going to speak to us, then really we, don't, we have no interest in this. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So that's when they went, you know, Moses, you go talk to God, and we'll talk to you. You know, you can, if you can deal with that, we can't deal with it. This is very, very scary for us. And Moses said something which I think is really interesting in verse 20, which Karen read, and I'm so grateful that she read it. And I'm going to, you know what, I'm not going to paraphrase it because it's just too good. And I have it here somewhere. And so the people are afraid of the mountain, and they're afraid of God. But Exodus 20, 20 says, however, Moses said to the people, fear not, fear not. In Hebrew, remember these words, al-tirah, al-tirah. If you're ever feeling fearful, remember those Hebrew words, al-tirah, fear not. It's sprinkled all throughout the Bible. He spoke it to Abraham, fear not for I am your shield. He speaks it all throughout the Tanakh. It's even in the New Testament. Fear not. Al-Tirah. Now listen, fear not for God has come to test you in order that you may fear him. Did you catch that? Fear not. The Lord has come to test you so you may Fear him. It's the same Hebrew word. There's a fear that we ain't supposed to do. And there's a fear that we can do. In fact, I believe that what God is saying by putting them both into the same verse is that one is the cure for the other. You don't want to have fear in your life? Fear God. You don't want to have fear in your life? Trust God. Because all the things that we can't control, because one of the main reasons for fear is a lack of control. And people fear what they can't control. And if there's something that causes anxiety, it's normally something that you really, it's happening and it's something that could be destructive, but you have no control over it. And over that, God says even to you, fear not. Fear me. Fear not. Fear me. Because I have control over all these things. And then when we realize that God is the one in control, that those are the words that can feed our 
concerns and 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 put and douse our anxiety and put our and douse the flames and reduce the flames of fear and reduce the flames of anxiety don't fear fear god don't fear fear god there's different kinds of fear in the world and we and we know that there's you know there's good fear and there's bad fear and you know no nobody thinks normally of good fear but you know, we saw this during the COVID time. I hate to bring up the evil word COVID again, you know, but like, you know, you had people that were really concerned about COVID and they would stay away from each other and wear masks and things like that. And you had people that really weren't concerned about COVID and they wouldn't wear masks. And they would say, well, those people that are wearing masks are in fear. And I get it. I really get both sides of the equation. But it, when I really pulled back and I, and I was looking at, the, looking at that situation, I'm realizing, you know what? If you have a fear of something in the natural world that can legitimately hurt you, it's okay. It's okay to fear a virus. In fact, I think it is a healthy thing. God has given us this little thing called a fight or flight response. And when it triggers, you're not doing something unholy. It's how God wired you. You know, the Bible says that I will walk through the fire and not get burned. I assure you, if there's a fire over there, I'm walking around it. Because I have a healthy fear of fire. It doesn't mean I'm living in fear. It doesn't mean that fear has overtaken me. It means I have a healthy fear for the things that God put in this world that can injure me. A healthy fear of it. If you want to see fear in action, watch the video for when I was in my backyard and I accidentally disrupted the hornet's nest. And you will see... Fear in action. But that's okay. It's okay to have that type of fear. It's okay to have a fight or flight response. The challenge is, is the fight or flight response happening within you when it shouldn't? Are there things where God is saying, I got this controlled, and you have a constant drip of fight or flight going into your veins? And that's when fear can get to the level of phobia. And that's when fear can be a problem. I mean, phobias can come even from our experience. You might have been bitten by a dog as a kid and you wind up having a fear of dogs. You might have been, God forbid, abused by your a dad or an older man and you grow up and you have a fear of men. These things can happen, and these are the things that God can heal you of. Today, I want to speak about conquering fear. I have always grown up, and some people know this because I've spoken about it before. I have, and I'm not even going to say I have it, and I'll explain why. I have this little thing called social phobia. And if there's anybody here that deals with social phobia, I want you to listen because I know how you feel. So even going back to when I was a kid, I'm pretty good in groups, but in one-on-one -on -one conversations, more often than not, my heart is beating like a million miles an hour. It's just something I've dealt with 
as a, even as a kid growing up. I've even, back as a kid, I was on medicine for it. I was on, you know, the Prozacs and the Xanax and all, the, all these types of things. And it might have even been generational because I remember my father once telling me a story when he was about 20 years old and he was about, he was about to enter into college and he was for the first time in his life, out of his house, like out of the protection of his family. And he got what was defined back then, and he's defined it for his whole life, a panic attack. I don't know if anybody's familiar with having a panic attack. Um, but my father had one way back when, when he was 20, and there's something like that, and they put him on this very new revolutionary drug back then called Valium. And he's been on that ever since for the rest of his life up until his last day. May his memory be blessed. He never conquered it. So there are many types of phobias in the world. And for him, it was just being out from the safety of the home. There's something that just triggered in him, and he became very, very fearful. And for me, I don't know why it became a very a social thing or talking to people. It gets me very, very nervous or it got me very, very nervous. And um, it's just something I have to deal with. Um, in, in my life. If you've ever had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me and there's a little awkwardness, it's probably not just coming out. But hang in there. Don't worry about it. It's all going to be okay. Uh, so today I want to speak about phobias and, and how to get rid of phobias. And let me tell you something right now about these types of things and about fears you have in your life. Okay, first of all, there's two reasons for fear. There's probably many reasons for fear. But one of them is a lack of control, like we spoke about. There's something bad happening in your life, and you just can't control it. God forbid your children are sick. God forbid you are sick. God forbid there's something going on, and you just simply can't, you can't control. Maybe your, your son or your daughter is wayward, and they left the house, and you don't know where they are. It's something that's completely out of your control. And it's really hard for people that are controlling personalities because we all want to kind of grab hold of things, and we all want to feel like we have a semblance of control. But sometimes God will bring us into a situation that can potentially be destructive where we really need to, re re need to rely on him. And there are so many scriptures in there that comfort us and edify us, but it's so hard sometimes. And I want to honor that, that the fight-or-flight symptom is not something that just goes away. You know, God said, fear not. Altira many times. And he spoke it over Joshua before taking the land. Fear not. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. I'm with you. Fear not. And when we read him speaking those incredibly encouraging words over Joshua, we don't really know exactly what Joshua's reaction was. Did his fear just go away? Did he become calm? Or did he still have it and push through? And I think it's the latter. Because I think that many of us believe that the definition of conquering fear is not feeling fear. That is a lie. The conquering of fear is pushing forward to your objective in spite of the fear. It's not letting the fear redirect you from what God wants you to do. It doesn't matter if you feel it. You might still feel it. There's one thing I read once that said, you know, if you have to speak, you know, 
um, the truth to somebody, if you need to rebuke somebody, it says, speak the truth even if your voice shakes. In other words, it's not about how you feel. It's about who you trust. It's not about the fear that you feel. It's about fearing the Lord. And if you push through to your objective, in spite of it, you have conquered your fear. Do not, ident- do not translate, do not define the conquering of your fear as it just doesn't exist anymore. May that come about. Until then, don't let it stop you. And that is how to conquer fear. Do you know how I conquer social phobia? I hang out with people as much as possible. I moved my darn house to Boroughville so I can be closer to you people. It doesn't mean that it never happens. It means I don't want to identify myself with it. It doesn't mean it's not there. I tell you, especially for those here that might deal with social phobia, it's there. It's there. It's not all gone. I just don't want to cower with from it. I don't want to miss what God has for me. You know how to conquer a fear of dogs? Go to Stephanie's house. Or Elaine's house. You know how to conquer a fear of cats? Come to my house. Because fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. It'll present that dog or that cat much differently than it really is. Now, my cat, Boaz, is a is an amazing cat. Don't laugh. Jonah is an amazing cat also. And there are so many phobias in this world, aren't they? They have like funny names. All of them had these funny names. Right? Eddie, is Eddie still here? Give me a give me a good phobia name, Eddie. Come on, Eddie. You gave me like this really super long one. Like, do you remember it? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got to get him into the microphone. Hold on. Go ahead. Say it again. <laughs> so the fear of long words yeah. is hippopotamonstrosesquipedaliophobia. <laughs> there you go. That's your lesson today to remember that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Listen. Let me tell you something, and I want you to know this, and I want you to take this home when it comes to conquering phobias. We see the paradigm here in Scripture in this Torah portion. We see a mountain. A mountain. You know, social things can look like a mountain to me. Whatever it is that you are scared of, maybe there's a mountain of marital discord. Maybe there's a mountain of some other relational discord. There's many mountains that look very, very scary. Do you notice how scary the mountain looked in this Torah portion? 
so much so that the people didn't want to go there. But Moses went up the mountain. He didn't let the scariness stop him. Do you know if you have a phobia? And you know what happened when Moses got up that scary mountain? God met him right there. God was there. You know who was at the top of that mountain? God was at the top of that mountain to give the most amazing words that this universe has ever seen. Do you want to take steps towards conquering a fear and a phobia? Don't step away from the mountain. You know, you know in life, in, in, in the world, you know we have a climate crisis, right? You know we have a climate crisis, right? You know that climate is a big problem in this world. And it's something that's important to each and every one of us. Because when there's a mountain in front of you, God's not telling you to avoid it. He's telling you to climb it. Climb it. Climb it. You guys are like, that is the worst word play I've ever heard out of you. You guys are throwing spitballs at me. I thought that was pretty good. You guys are all holding your nose and giving me thumbs down. But I'm serious. There is a climate crisis. People don't want to climb it. People don't want to climb it. They want to walk around it. That is a climate crisis. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> there is a climate crisis in this world. Don't be afraid to climb have a phobia, God is meeting you on that mountain. And that's the way to conquer it. For me and for everyone here, you've got to go up it. God's not saying go around it. God's not saying stay on the bottom with your knees buckling like the children of Israel did. Fear not. Fear me. Climb it. Climb it climate. Let me end. Baruch Hashem. Let me end. Today we learned the Ten Commandments in our Torah portion. I'm going to give you ten scriptures, and I call this the Ten Commandments of a Fearless Life. And I pray that these words wash over you like rain, and wash over your fears like rain. The Ten Commandments of a Fearless Life. Commandment 1, Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Matthew 10, commandment number 2, Matthew 10, 28. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Commandment number three.
1 John 4.18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Commandment number four, John 14.27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Commandment number five, Matthew 6, 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Commandment six, Isaiah 43, verse one. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, Altira, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Psalm 23, 4, commandment number 7. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Commandment number 8, Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What? can man do to me? Commandment number nine, 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And commandment number 10, Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Messiah Yeshua. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Messiah Yeshua. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Messiah Yeshua. For those who are phobic about certain things, I tell you, that the solution is to climb it. And if you do, God is there to speak to you. Father, I lift this up to you, Lord God, and I pray, Lord God, that those here who are struggling with fear, let them know that you are their strength. You are their helper. You are their shield. You said to Abraham, Al-Tirah, Anuchi magen lach. Fear not, for I am your shield. Your reward is very great. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lift us up to you, Father. In Yeshua's name, amen.